I was absolutely terrified when I made my first big investment in a business coach and mentor. Sure, I had worked with coaches in the past. I had hired people for one-off projects in my business, but this felt different. This was an investment on a totally different level, and that made it all the more intimidating. Not only that, but I knew I was going to have to show up on a totally different level, and that scared the shit out of me. So today, I'm opening up and sharing what I'm afraid to tell you about this scary and life-changing investment. I'm telling you what it didn't look like, how I've made myself wrong for this, the shame I've felt around it, and how ultimately this served me beautifully. My hope is that this episode gives you a heavy dose of permission to make peace with your own investments and see far more of the results you want in both life and business because of it. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, my simple shifters. I hope your week is off to an incredible start. I am so freaking excited to be coming to you today with the first episode of the Owning It series, where I am sharing all of the things that I am afraid to tell you. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode previous to this one, you'll definitely want to go back and listen to that first. It gives so much context as to why it is that I am sharing this with you, what I am hoping this does for you in your own business and on your own journey, and how I am really aiming to shine a light on what building a business actually looks like and how in doing that, I'm really almost helping myself to embrace those parts of my story that I felt ashamed to share in the past or that I really didn't want people to know. And in doing that, it is just bringing such a new level of clarity and confidence and empowerment to my own journey. And I am hoping that this really gives you that permission and empowerment to do the same with your own business journey. I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs I have talked to that have said that they scroll social media and they just feel so far behind or like they should be further ahead or that it should look differently than it does now. And honestly, I think that those are the thoughts that hold us back the most, right? Those are the thoughts that make it so much more difficult for us to show up and take action on the desires that we really have so that we can bring ourselves closer to those results. Because when we are in that negative thought spiral of all of the things that we aren't doing, that we think we should be doing, or all of the things that aren't true for us, that are true for other people, or why did it happen so fast for them and it didn't happen so fast for me? 
Those are the thoughts that make it so much more difficult to really embrace your own story and your own journey and all of the things that make you the exact perfect person to serve your clients and to do that on such a higher level than all of the thoughts that are holding you back, all of the thoughts that are keeping you from really reaching for that next goal. So that is what I am hoping this series does for you. I am hoping that it shines a light on all of the parts of my story that aren't necessarily perfect. In fact, they're far from perfect. And it really allows you to own the parts of your story that are things that you would prefer not to think about or would prefer didn't happen that way. And maybe have held you back in the past. So I am inviting you, if you would like to share those parts of your story, if you would like to shine a light on them so you no longer feel like you have to hide them, then I invite you to share those over on Instagram with the hashtag I've decided to own it. I will be looking at all of those. I will be cheering you on. I will be sharing those. And I am just so excited for all of us to really normalize what it looks like to have a business, to grow a business, to have an imperfect process and an imperfect journey, and to really embrace that so that we can move forward faster rather than staying stuck in all of the things that we thought it should have looked like or it should currently look like, right? Okay, so today I'm talking about my first big investment. So this is something that feels totally scary to share with you, but I'm doing it anyway because I think this is a really important conversation to have because I think it's really important to understand what hiring a business coach actually looks like or what it can look like. And I think that there's this tendency, especially if you have made investments in the past and you haven't seen the return on them that you wish you had, to almost feel this shame around that, to feel like you did something wrong, to feel like you can't trust yourself to invest in the future, to feel like that really means something about you as a person. And what I'm looking to do here is really talk to you about my first big investment in working with a business coach, what that looked like for me, how much money I actually spent, how long it took me to get results there, and ultimately how I had to make peace with all of that so that I could grow my business. So this happened years ago. I'm trying to remember where I was at at the time, but I know that I had invested in programs in the past. I know that I had invested in courses in the past, and I know that I was not seeing the result that I wanted, right? I had a really difficult time with courses because I remember feeling like the strategies that they were proposing didn't necessarily feel aligned for me or I wasn't quite sure how to apply them and actually make them work for me. So there was really this giant mindset disconnect and I can see that now, but at the time it was really difficult for me to understand how come I like just wanted to like skip over half the course essentially or why it was so difficult for me to really want to take action so that I could get the result right so I think it's really easy in those instances to blame the course right be like that was a totally bad course but honestly I don't think the course that I took was a bad course I just don't think that it was the right strategy for me and I know that I didn't have the mindset to follow through on it So I think that that was one of the investments that made me really start doubting my ability to 
I don't know if make good decisions in my business, but like something to that effect. Like it made me really start doubting myself in that way. So when it came to hiring coaches and working with other people to try to move the ball forward, that was pretty much my next step, right? So I decided that I really only wanted to invest in things that were working with an actual human being in the future instead of just a course that I was working through. And again, that was a personal decision based on previous experience, but that was kind of where I was at. Now, when I invested in those things, I still was having such a hard time getting the result I wanted. So where I was in my business at the time, I had just essentially decided that I would be able to support people on such a higher level as a coach, right? Like I knew that there were so many threads coming together essentially in how I was serving my clients and which clients would take their 10K website and absolutely thrive from that. And the clients that wouldn't necessarily see a massive difference in their business. And I know now that that has everything to do with mindset, but at the time I was having such a difficult time putting words around that. So even in working with a coach, I never really felt like I basically knew what I was selling, right? And I say this all the time, there is nothing more difficult than selling when you don't know what you're selling. So I was trying to make this pivot from design to coaching without really knowing how to sell that, without really knowing how to put words around that. And that made it all the more difficult. So it was something that I had worked through with the coach I was working with at the time, but it just, it like wasn't clicking, right? And I remember getting to this kind of pivotal point with that coach where we were coming to the end of our package. And I just remember thinking like, okay, like, like what's the next step for me? Because I just remember feeling so incredibly stuck and it really wasn't working. Like I had done my first launch with future you and I just, that heard crickets. I got to the end of the launch period. And I think like, honestly, I have a huge bone to pick with this in the online industry because I think some courses really position it, like just follow all these steps and launch your thing. And then you'll have like thousands of dollars overnight. Right. And that couldn't have been further from the truth for me. And of course, I wasn't building an audience before that. I wasn't marketing before that. I really wasn't building relationships with people to the extent that I would have needed to be successful in that launch. But I just didn't know any of those things at the time. I just couldn't see it that clearly. So I just remember getting through that launch period, hearing crickets and being like devastated, absolutely freaking devastated because I just was so stuck. I was like, I've taken the courses. I've worked with a coach. I've worked with a copywriter for my website. Like I just had no idea how to put the pieces together in a way that actually translated to sales, that translated to money in the bank. And I just remember being like, I am just so stuck. Like I I literally don't know what to do at this point. And of course there were tears involved. And of course that's devastating. And I think, you know, years later, I think back on that time and I'm like so grateful for it. I'm so grateful that I had that experience because now that's the exact same thing that I support clients in, right? I think it would be really hard to be empathetic in those situations if I had only ever had successful launches. But now when I work with clients and their launch doesn't go well, we're able to really say like, okay, like 
what is it? Why is this so disappointing? What are we making it mean? And how can we really improve that the next time around? Not saying that I have tons of clients who have launches that don't go well. I don't. But I think that it's really important to embrace that that is part of the journey as well. That I have clients who have amazing launches and then I have clients who we have to tweak some things and we have to experiment and that's part of the journey and that's okay too, right? So I just remember being in this place where I was so stuck and I remember like kind of thinking and looking around at other coaches and just trying to figure out like kind of what the next step for me was. And that was when I happened upon my current coach who I've been working with for years now and absolutely love her. But I was just so afraid to pull the trigger and she was running a promotion in her business and I just remember thinking, okay, I've got to get on a call with her, like at least get on a call and I did that and I remember being on the call and I mean, for better or worse, I tend to make these decisions rather intuitively, so I had listened to a podcast episode that she was on prior to the discovery call and I got on the call with her and I was like, okay, this all feels like really super aligned. A lot of what we talked about was marketing and how in my design business that had been all based on referrals. And that was something that I wasn't necessarily doing to the extent that was necessary in a new business in the coaching business. So we talked a lot about marketing. We talked about how I wasn't really sure what to call it. I kind of, I mean, I told her as much as humanly possible on that call because I was essentially at the point where I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to shift. I don't know like how to make this work. Right. So that was the conversation. And I just remember it feeling really good and getting off that call being like, I know that this is something that I need to do. Like, I know that I need to work with this coach. And that was a $6,000 investment. And there was a payment plan available, but I just remember being like, no, if I'm committing to this, I am committing for the full six months of coaching. I am committing to making this work. I am committing to like the full package, right? Like I'm committing to that time. And in my mind, I was like, that's like, that's not money in my pocket anymore. So I was really, really, I really wanted to pay in full. Like that felt really important to me at the time. Now I'm on a payment plan and I like, don't think twice about it. But at the time it was a 6k investment. And then she also does a revenue sharing model. So that was 10% of my revenue through our work together as well. So that was a big and scary investment for me at the time. Like I was terrified. I was terrified I wouldn't show up for it. I was terrified I wouldn't get the result. I was terrified that I would spend $6,000 and it would basically be like lighting money on fire. I was terrified that this was like somehow meant that I was like irresponsible with my money all of the things, right? It is amazing what our brains tell us when we go to make big, scary decisions like that in our business. But at the same time, I knew that staying stuck was actually more painful than going for it. I knew that I needed support. I knew I needed help. And I just 
didn't know what to do at that point. Like, quite honestly, I had gotten to the end of my, like, well, let's try this. Well, let's try this, right? And I just didn't know how to connect the dots so that I could really land paying clients. And of course, those thoughts come up when that's happening of like, well, why am I pivoting away from design? Maybe this isn't the right thing. Like the design business is successful. Maybe I should just keep doing that, right? And all of these kind of thoughts just like (laughs) were overwhelming at the time, quite honestly. But I just knew that I had to take a different action. I just knew that I had to try something else. So I remember the conversation that I had with my boyfriend at the time, husband now, Brian, and he came home after work that day that I had that discovery call. And I was like, Brian, I think I have to invest in this coach. Like, I think I've got to do this. And it's $6,000 plus 10% of the revenue I make, by the way. And he was just like, that's a lot of money. And I remember like nodding and being like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and he was kind of quiet for a little while. And then he was like, and you really think that this is going to be the thing that gets you the result that you want? And that was one of the most powerful questions he could have asked. And I don't think he remembers this or even realized this at the time. But that was the question that kind of pushed me off the fence, right? That was the question where I was like, yeah, I do. And it really, it made me decide that I was going to make it happen. It made me decide that, yes, I really did believe that this was the thing that was going to move it forward. And I really did believe that I would get the result, right? I don't think that there was a better question he could have asked, quite honestly. And he just said, okay. He's like, okay, not that I needed permission, but I think that in those instances, you want to almost like, share it, right? Like share it with someone else and be like, this is, this is the thing I'm thinking of doing. Like, can you get on board with this? Right. And I think that that was just, it was just like so helpful. And I think like, I'll talk about this in a later episode as well, but Brian has always been hugely supportive of this business. Brian has always been so, so, so supportive. And I am so, so grateful But that conversation was so hard to have because it was one of those things where like, I was just really scared, I guess, scared of, you know, talking about this investment that felt like such a big, heavy thing at the time, but also scared of what would happen if I didn't and scared of what that would mean. And there was just like, there were a lot of feelings there. And I think just being able to communicate that and have someone else who believed in that was just like hugely helpful for me. But anyway, so I made the decision to invest in coaching. And I want to talk about a little bit about what this looked like, right? So paying in full felt really important to me. But I had about $12,000 in my bank account at that time. So that was half of the money that I had saved. And I just remember I was in such a scarcity mindset at the time. I was so unsure as to whether I would have more, like have more clients basically, right? So the design business was almost completely based on referrals. And that left me feeling like I was at the whim of everyone else. That left me waiting for 
emails to come through my inbox and just like wanting to know how I could create that rather than feeling so reliant on something that felt like it just happened at a whim essentially. And I think that what came up for me there was like this fear that I'm basically spending half of the money I have on coaching. What if I don't get another design client while this happens? Like what if we go through this six months of coaching and I don't get a coaching client and I also don't have a design client come in and I put myself in this position where now I'm not making money and that was a terrible investment and like essentially I don't have money to live on. And it's crazy where our brains go in this, these instances, right? Because I just wasn't fully trusting myself in that decision. Or at that time, like I just had like completely removed the option of like going to get another job or finding another way to make money or, you know, freelancing at a place that I may not have enjoyed that much until I was able to get to that point. But essentially I was just... I just had one idea of like how it had to look. I think that's the best way that I can describe it is like, I had the idea that like, what if I don't get any more design clients? And what if I don't get any coaching clients? Like, then I will be broke, essentially, was the way I was thinking about it. And of course, that's not true. And of course, I had support. And of course, there were so many other options. And this is why mindset is so important, right? This is why mindset is so important because I couldn't see those at the time, right? Like I couldn't think about it in a way that was like, yeah, I just would have like made it work. I just would have figured something else out. I just would have made it happen. And it just like, it's so funny looking back on it because I really saw that as like the only two ways that I could come in. The only two ways that I could have the money I needed to live. But I was just so terrified. I was so terrified I would spend all that money And I think it's important to say too, the reason I had that $12,000 was because I was in that scarcity mindset, because I was so good at saving, because I was so terrified all the time that the next client wouldn't come in. So when, when I was in that mindset, I just, I, I was so scared because I was like, okay, well, like I'm paying in full 6K. I'll have 6K left. If I don't get a client and I would like mentally tally how long I'd be able to keep myself afloat if I did not get a new client. And I think that's like one of the worst things I could have done for my mindset because it just put me in such a scarcity place. And you know that I really believe that what you focus on expands, right? So when I was focusing on like, how long is this going to last? Am I going to be able to make it? Will I actually get a client? Will I get another design referral? Like all of that was putting so much energy toward what it was that I didn't want rather than focusing on what it was that I was looking to create. And that is just such an important thing to say, because again, that goes back to mindset. So I invested in working with a coach. And this is the part of my story that I feel like is probably the part that's most difficult for me to actually own because it was five months until I got my first coaching client. That's a long time, right? In a six-month package, five months of showing up, of working with a coach, of putting out marketing content, of 
essentially learning how to run a business because like I said, the design business was built on referrals. So maybe not learning how to run a business. I can give myself more credit there. Learning how to market a business. Let's say that. So that was five months of learning how to market and sell in a business in a new area, in a new niche in coaching. And I I just wasn't sure at the time. I was like, is this ever going to work? Is Am I ever going to get that first client? And I give myself so much credit. Like I look back now and I want to hug that girl. I want to tell her like how freaking proud I am of her for continuing to take those steps forward, for continuing to take that uncomfortable action, for betting on herself, for showing up. Like I feel for that girl so much because that is the hardest part in business. Like that is the hardest time in business, hands down, is when you are showing up and you are not seeing results yet. So I just have so much love for those five months. But again, I think this was such an important part of my journey. And here's why. I could look at that and I have looked at that, right? Those five months and been like, well, I didn't get the quick result. I didn't have that overnight success. I didn't, you know, flip a switch and make it happen. And I think that that is just a story that has circulated so much in this industry is I wrote one post and I made thousands of dollars off of it, right? And that's the thing that makes us feel wrong. That's the thing that makes us feel like we're doing it wrong. Like everyone is further ahead. Like we're not doing it right. We're not a good business owner, whatever. And That's really what I'm aiming at here. This is why I want to shine a light on this is because it took me five months to get that result. Now, ultimately, I look back and where I am at now, do I care that it took me five months to get that result? No, I would have kept showing up if I knew that I would be where I am at now. If it had taken six months, if it had taken seven months, you know, like even if it had taken a year and I landed in the same spot I'm in now, I'd be fine with that. But when you're in it, when you're in that five month mark and you are going through all of the stories of why it isn't working and your brain is telling you that you should shift something for the millionth time or that, you know, you're not qualified and you're not good enough. And all of the stories that come up when you're when you're in it, when you're trying to make a business work, that is just such a difficult spot to be in. But when I look back, I am so glad that I stuck with it. And here's why. Because I now know how to support clients who don't have the overnight result, who don't have the overnight success story, who do have some gaps in their mindset and some opportunities for us to work on so they can feel really confident selling and so they can ultimately get clients and have a business that they love day after day after day. That is what is most important to me. But had I seen overnight success, had I gotten that result immediately, had I seen results really quickly, I probably wouldn't be as well equipped to do the work that I do today in supporting my clients in that mindset work because I just wouldn't know what it was like. I just wouldn't have had that same experience. So now I actually think I'm a phenomenal coach because of that, because I know what it's like to show up for that long, to keep believing, to keep doing it, to know that ultimately it is going to work because I have been there, right? And don't get me wrong. This doesn't mean that I don't have clients who get fast results. 
I have a whole podcast episode on that. If you haven't listened to that yet, definitely go back and check that out because I talk about what fast results actually look like and I break it down with three different clients and it's a phenomenal episode. Definitely go listen to that. But what I'm saying here is I have clients that get fast results, but it's fast from when they set the intention to get that result and when it actually shows up for them, not fast in like the overall span of their business, right? So sometimes clients are showing up and they're doing what I did where they've taken the courses, they've been in masterminds, they've been doing things for a while. So when we're able to layer that mindset piece in as well, that is the catalyst. That is when things shift and that's when things can happen really quickly. But that doesn't mean that they just came out of the womb, like knowing how to run a business, right? Like that's just not how it works. And I think that we really need to embrace that. We need to normalize that. We need to shine a light on that. But ultimately, this is the thing that makes everyone feel like they're wrong because they haven't hit that number goal yet because they haven't been showing up for a day and all of a sudden seen a massive audience because they haven't been, you know, really seeing the things that are talked about, but are kind of the exception to the rule, right? Like the reason those things are talked about is because they are outstanding, because they are the outliers. And don't get me wrong, I think that's amazing too, but it's just that this is where I see people make themselves so wrong. And this is where I made myself so wrong for so long was because I was like, well, I showed up for five months. Like maybe I shouldn't be a coach because you know, it should have happened quicker than that. And I should have seen results quicker than that. And I think that like, that's why I want to tell you this is because I really believe that everyone's business journey is different. Everyone is going to have a different experience. And when we can say, okay, that, that is fine. I'm going to keep showing up until I get that result. And I'm going to stop making myself wrong for all of this like BS out there about what it is that it quote unquote should look like, that is when we can move forward faster. That is when we feel empowered to get the result. That is when we do see big results because we're not so caught up in this shame and blame game of what we think it should have looked like. I'm trying a totally new thing and I'm really freaking excited about it. With February being a month devoted to love, and with self-love being my word of the year, I'm offering you an opportunity to invest in yourself and your business in a whole new way. If the idea of investing in mindset and sales coaching freaks you the F out because you're afraid you won't see a return, then this is the exact opportunity you've been waiting for. For the entire month of February, I'm offering all new pay in full future you clients the opportunity to work with me for 20% off my base rate in exchange for a 20% revenue share paid monthly. Now, let me explain what that means. Essentially, for every dollar you make in gross revenue through our work together, I make 20 cents of that. So for example, if you make $1,000 in a given month, I'd invoice you for 200 This is a truly incredible way to work with me because that's over $1,000 off the upfront cost and it means that I only make more money when you make more money. If you're ready to shift your mindset so you can own your expertise, put yourself out there, gain visibility, and close more sales so you can truly thrive, then I invite you to get a taste of what coaching with me is like on my free 30-minute Sincere Sales Coaching Call. 
Grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales before this limited time offer is gone. So I think it's fair to say that investing with a coach looked exactly nothing like I thought it would, but it was exactly what I needed. And I could see that making that big investment helped me to show up in a completely different way on a completely different level. It helped me to take those uncomfortable actions that I just wouldn't have taken if I had not invested at that level. And I think that ultimately it was that belief that it would work. That was the most important piece of the puzzle because every time I had a doubt, every time I wanted to spin out or go in a different direction or completely change my business or completely go in a different direction on my marketing, it was that belief that made it so much easier to stick with it. And I think that support was so valuable there as well, because when it's just you, you can't see these things as well, right? Like we all have our blind spots. And I think that support was really what was able to reflect those things back to me when I did want to change everything all the time. It was that voice of reason. It was that staying grounded that it would work if I kept staying on the current track, if I kept showing up, it would ultimately work. And that was what kept me on that track. That was what kept me from getting derailed and going in a different direction. Because you know, every time we shift things in our business, it just gets harder and harder for us to get the result we're after. Because that consistency really is what builds over time and what allows us to become known for what it is that we are trying to sell. So had I gone off in a different direction, it probably would have been even more difficult. I probably would have extended the timeline even longer and it would have taken longer to get that result. So that belief that it would ultimately work was just so incredibly important in ultimately getting the result. I also want to talk about beliefs for a second here because I think that that was such a crucial part to staying in it. And by that, I mean, I really had this like freak out essentially about where money was going to come from when I was like four months in, four or five months in, and I had not landed a coaching client yet. And I remember having this conversation with my coach and I remember saying, well, maybe I should be marketing the design business more now that I know marketing. Maybe I should be putting more energy there. Like I need to make money. How am I, how is this all going to happen essentially? And she was like, well, did you ever market the design business in the past? And I was like, no, not really. (laughs) Like, no. And she's like, okay. And did you get clients? Yes. Yes, I did. So can't we just trust that the same thing is going to happen here and that you are going to get clients and you're going to be able to support yourself the same way you have for years prior, even though you're putting more energy towards the coaching business now? Yes, I think I can do that, right? And that was such a game-changing moment. And I think that this was like such an incredible way of her coaching me through this. And granted, this could have looked completely different for a completely different client, right? I don't think this is like a one-size-fits-all approach for sure. But she had just known so much about my background and 
the scarcity mindset I was in and that I wasn't actually in danger of not having my basic needs met. And that so much of this was a mental game, right? It was the mental drama going on. But because she had been working with me, because she knew me, because she knew my blind spots, because she knew my situation, she was able to guide me in a way that actually made sense for me. And I think that that is where support is so valuable as well, because this could have looked totally different for a different coaching client, but because she had that background, because she had that context, she was really able to coach me through it. And so I actually ended up landing a design retainer client And that ended up being the thing that allowed me to have my basic needs met. Even my basic needs were never in danger, but that allowed me to calm the fuck down basically (laughs) about the money that I was making in my business. It was a phenomenal client. It just was like such a blessing, right? But I really believe that came from the belief that and helped me to instill the belief that the universe fills holes, right? There was a hole there. I really wanted money coming in. I had that desire. I was showing up as if I was in belief that the coaching thing was ultimately going to take off. And I just knew that I needed essentially like a stopgap. I just needed something to, I don't even know if that's how you use that word, but I just needed something to to help me to feel better essentially about continuing to show up on the coaching side of things and allow me to kind of stabilize my mindset. And I think that, you know, whether I knew I was manifesting that at the time or not is a completely different conversation because I don't think I knew nearly as much about manifesting as I do now, but I could really see how the universe had my back there. The universe knew that I needed you know, money coming in the door. And it was really like the most perfect solution that allowed me to continue showing up on the coaching front as well. So I think that there could have been this way where I totally freaked out, where I decided to pull back on coaching and go back into design. And like, of course, that would have pushed me even further away from the result that I was after. But because I had the support, because I had that voice of reason, because I believe that I was ultimately going to work. And because the universe was working in my favor there, I got an amazing design client. That was what allowed me to keep making money in my business so I could get the coaching practice up off the ground. And that just worked out so beautifully, but I never would have been able to predict exactly how that unfolded. I never would have been able to even think about how that would have come to light. And it just happened in such this beautiful way that ultimately allowed me to re-sign with my coach. It allowed me to continue working with her. And it ultimately was what fueled the coaching business, right? Because I basically like self-funded this whole thing, right? So I'm I invested in myself. I basically took money that I had squirreled away from design to invest in coaching. I was able to keep myself and the business going and profitable during that transition from design to coaching during that pivot. And that was not a fast pivot. That took years. So I think that that is just such an important thing to say, because again, going back to how we can make ourselves wrong for how our business journey looks, 
I really made myself wrong for so long that I had to continue working in design before I could fully pivot to coaching. And I think that is just where I gave myself such a hard time because I was like, well, the coaching business isn't making money yet. And is it really right for me to continue funneling money from design into coaching? And and ultimately, what I think is so important to remember here is that most businesses do require an initial investment of some sort, right? Even when I think back to when I started my design business, I kept freelancing with my full-time employer when I made that transition, right? So yes, it was a very quick transition. Yes, I was so blessed to have that opportunity, but it wasn't like I didn't have to invest in myself to get that going, right? Like I was paying my first accountant from that money. I was investing in business software from the money I was making from freelancing. So not entirely different here in that you know, one business essentially funded the other, but I made myself so incredibly wrong for that. And I just don't like, I look back on it. I'm like, gosh, I could have saved myself so much struggle and so much shame had I just been okay with that, had I just made peace with that. But It took a while for me to ultimately make peace with the idea that one business is really what allowed me to fund the other business. But looking back again from where I'm at now, I would make that decision again. I would do that all over again if I knew that I would be where I'm at now. So I think that's just such a useful thing to look at because when you really think about it, when you think, you know, one, two, five years down the road, if you're at where you want to be, when you get the result that you want, Are you really going to care that you made that initial investment? Are you really going to care that it took five months to see results? Are you really going to care that you had to put it on a credit card? Like those are the thoughts that make it more difficult sometimes to keep showing up, to keep working toward what it is that you want. And the sooner we're able to choose more empowering beliefs, the sooner we're able to start working toward more of what we want than more of what we don't want, right? So I think that was such a game changer for me. The other thing I want to say is that when it comes to working with a coach, it would have been so easy for me to make myself wrong in that as well. In like, oh my gosh, it's been five months. I haven't seen results yet. This means this isn't the right coach. This means it's not the right coaching relationship. This means it was a bad investment. This means that I'm never going to see this result. That This means that I can't resign. Like I could have gone down that rabbit hole, but I think I really made a conscious decision not, right? Like I knew through our coaching relationship that I was doing things I never would have done without support. I knew I was learning things I never would have learned without support. I knew that I was making progress, even if the progress hadn't yet resulted in a client, which it ultimately did five months in. But I think that it would have been so easy to be like, well, this means this coaching investment was wrong, right? Or this means this is a bad coach or this means whatever, right? And none of that was true, but it would have been so easy to go there and think that ultimately it was a failed investment because I didn't make my money back, right? But like, I look back now and I'm like, 
that was the exact thing I needed. Like I needed that on such a deep level that it didn't matter that I didn't make my money back in the six months, right? Because ultimately that was a long-term relationship. That was a long-term coaching relationship. Ultimately, I did see a return on that investment. So I think that there could have been a way where like I could have stopped too soon if that makes sense, like it, it really does depend like when you're, when you're looking at it, because if I had said like five months in, like, oh, this isn't the thing I'm going to pull back. I'm going to stop. I won't resign, whatever. Then ultimately I probably wouldn't have gotten the result. Ultimately, I probably never would have made my money back. Right? Like, I think that I probably would have stopped showing up. I probably would have pivoted again. I probably would have changed my messaging and my marketing. I would have like, who even knows, right? But I knew that because I was willing to stay in it, because I knew this was the right relationship, because I was so committed to getting that result ultimately, that I knew I was going to see a return on it. I was just so in belief around that, that even if I hadn't seen a return yet, I knew that there would be a point. I knew that there would be a tipping point where I would see a return on that investment, where I would have made my money back. And that was the thing that made it so much easier to keep showing up, to resign, to stay in that relationship, to keep getting support, all of it ultimately. And I don't think I would be where I am today had I not done that, had I not chosen those beliefs. So I think that is just so valuable to see as well, because I think sometimes we look at coaching programs and people are like, well, I mean, I didn't make, you know, X amount of money during that program. And it's like, okay, but like, what are you doing after the program to keep that momentum going? How are you continuing that? How are you being sure that you're going to see a return on that investment, even if you haven't yet, right? Not to say that it isn't important to see results during coaching. I think that's hugely important and my clients do see incredible results. It's just that how much are we willing to take personal responsibility for those results is what I'm getting at here. I honestly believe that three of the best questions you can ask yourself when you're choosing to invest with a coach is, am I fully trusting myself, right? Am I fully trusting myself that I am going to see a return on this investment? Am I fully trusting myself that I'm going to show up and take uncomfortable action? Am I fully trusting myself that I'm going to be able to implement what it is that they suggest? Am I fully trusting myself to do that uncomfortable work? Like, there is so much self-trust that is involved with investing in order to see a return. And I think that this is just not even talked about enough because it's so incredibly important. Like this is the thing that ultimately helps you to trust yourself so you can get the result and you just show up completely differently when you are in that mindset, right? So I think that is the first one. The second one I would ask is, am I taking responsibility for my results? Am I taking responsibility for the idea that no one's going to come in and do it for me, right? Am I taking responsibility for the fact that I'm going to have to push myself? I'm going to have to get uncomfortable. I'm going to have to do different things. I'm going to have to change things up to get a different result. And I think that that is just such an important piece of coaching as well, because I think sometimes we can think of coaching as like this magic pill, right? This like, well, I hired the coach, so like it should be set, right? And of course, it's never that easy. Of course, it's never that simple. 
But when you take responsibility for your results, it can be that simple, if that makes sense, because you're just so committed to being the person that does like the uncomfortable work, the mindset work, the actions, all of it to be sure that you show up for that investment. And then the last question that I think is super important is, is this the right coaching relationship? I think that there's a huge tendency in this industry to look at results rather than to think about the relationship. And what I have always found to be true is that if it is the right relationship, that is going to be the thing that ultimately gets you the best results. That is the thing that I have found to be true I'm working with my current coach. That is the reason that I resign year after year. That is the reason that I stay committed, that I stay in it because I see this be such a way that we self-sabotage, right? Where we're like, oh, well, I worked with this one coach and she wanted me to do uncomfortable things and I got uncomfortable. So I pulled back and now I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to a different coach, right? But like when You work with a coach long enough for them to know your patterns, for them to know how you hold yourself back, for them to be able to identify your blind spots that much quicker. That is just so incredibly valuable because you're able to move through things faster because you have that reflection. When you jump from coach to coach to coach to coach, no one ever has enough time to really learn those things about you. So it can be difficult and more time consuming for them to get up to speed every single time so that they can understand where you're holding yourself back, right? So it's something to consider. Like, is this the right coaching relationship for me? And when it is, quite honestly, that is where I think the magic happens because that is when you are just showing up in an entirely different way. And that is when those energies are working really well together for you to ultimately get the result that you're after. So definitely something to consider when you are investing, when you are deciding to work with your own business coach, when you are looking to make your first big investment definitely something to think about. So that is my investment story. I probably told you way more than you actually needed to know, (laughs) but I really wanted you to have that context. I wanted you to be able to hear, you know, that it wasn't smooth sailing for me, that it wasn't a overnight success. And ultimately, I think that was the best freaking thing that could have possibly happened to me because it allows me to do the work that I do today. And I honestly think I'm an amazing coach because of it. But had I not had that experience, I wouldn't be set up. I wouldn't be as well equipped. I wouldn't have had the mindset shifts that I now coach my clients through so that they can get faster results. So really just such a beautiful example about how all of these things really happened for me instead of to me and how making that big investment really can pay off long-term. So I hope you found this so, so helpful and so, so permission giving to really embrace and start owning your own investment story, even if it didn't look quite how you wanted it to or quite how you thought it should. How can you really own that so it stops being something that you feel like you need to hide or a source of shame and really shine a spotlight on that so that you can move past it and feel empowered to go after more of the results that you want. All right, guys, I will be coming to you next week with the second episode of the Owning It series. I'll be telling you yet another thing I'm afraid to tell you, and I am so excited for that. Talk to you then. 
for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. You would like to shine a light on them so that you no longer fi- feel. <clears throat>